Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh, mercy! Everybody, put your hands up. Happy Friday. Woo! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around this great, big, amazing, magical, dance-happy world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark, and my co-host, Little Lillaroo, who's over there having a nap at the moment, but is undoubtedly going to be putting her two cents worth in at some point in the show. So just so you know, we're both here. We're jamming on a Friday morning. It is August the 11th. Holy moly. And it is still hot in Texas, <laughs> just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And if you have never joined us before, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for coming to play. If you have no idea what Living Beyond Linear is about, basically, it is a forum where we get to play with all kinds of things uh, around Stop Asking Our Life to Make Sense. Yeah. Would you maybe let yourself have the space to do that for a little while? <laughs> and what could you find out? What could you become aware of? What could you be um, enjoying maybe even a little bit more if you were willing to stop asking your life to make sense and let it start showing you um, how it works for you? And remember I said you might be hearing Lilla Root. Well, here she is. She's come over to get in her spot now that the show's going. She's like, I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> So, um, so yes, stop asking your life to make sense. That is basically what we play with here in in our approach to all the different topics that we play with on Living Beyond Linear. And last week, if you missed the show or the replay so far, um, I had a conversation with my amazing friend, Alan Jones, all about um, are you making money a serious business? We had a blast with that conversation, and the call that Alan did this week, uh, started this week, is fantastic and phenomenal. And if you would like to uh, get in on some of that yumminess, you can just click the replay on my archives tab on my host page and find Are You Making Money a Serious Business? You'll get the link to play with Alan some more in there as well. Um, check out the call. I do believe he is going to make it available once it's all wrapped up. Uh, so you can purchase it after the fact, and it's still chock full of some fun and fabulous tools and tips and things to play with for uh, ramping up your revenue streams. Oh my goodness, we're having a blast. So ah, today, and oh gosh, yes, if you have come and played before and you're coming back to play more, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so excited um, and so grateful. I'm just, wow, like amazed that I get to do this, and I have you guys playing with me. This is just so cool. So thank you for doing this. Thank you for the comments, the notes, the likes. Thank you for the yummy vibes and the beautiful energies and and what you all are creating in the world um, as you are choosing to stop asking your life making sense and to start actually diving into, choosing into, exploring into more of you and what you came to do and be and play with and create here on this amazing magical playground we call Earth. <laughs> so 
How does it get even yummier? Oh, I'm just going to soak that in for a second. Mm. Mm-hmm. Loving that. Um, so yeah, today our Beyond Linear Adventure is actually taking us in a little bit of a, um, it's not a different direction. It's just something kind of curious. The way it popped up was uh, like, oh, well, that's different, but okay, we'll play with that. Um, so today is called, we're playing with running interference. And uh, I know a lot of you are familiar with that term um, when it's referencing something to do with sports, <laughs> but this is, this is a different kind of running interference, although um, it might work better for us if we wore, you know, like protective gear. <laughs> but what if we didn't need to have protective gear in the first place? Um, so if you are one of the millions of people who grew up learning to take on the worries and the woes of others, this week's show just might be for you. So hang out for a little while, grab a cuppa, and sit back and have have a fun conversation with us. Um, at some point, that becomes a habit for so many of us. And it can actually be a really tough habit to break. So the challenge for many of us is we think we're doing it as a kindness. But hmm, what if we are actually not being kind? And what if what we are doing is actually interfering with someone else's choice, process, or possibilities. Ah, <laughs> what if that is one of the brilliant ways we keep ourselves from going in circles, we keep ourselves actually going in circles, and we keep ourselves from having our own lives, creating our own lives. Yeah, so as I said, this week's Beyond Linear Exploration is into running interference. And uh, I wonder how much interference is actually running you. Yeah, that's kind of one of the tricky bits about it is if we're running interference, it's pretty good chance, pretty high odds, very likely probability <laughs> that interference is actually running you, running us. So what the heck am I talking about? Interference. Oh, my goodness, and I just go into that dialect there like I just did. So interference. <laughs> Are you interfering? So what do I mean by interference? Well, sometimes it's an obvious, like, you know, people kind of butt into a conversation or people cut you off from what you're saying. They don't let you finish what you're talking about. Um, people in, kind of interject themselves into a situation um, or uh, a conversation. And that is one form of interference. This one, however, is it's a bit more subtle. But what I notice is that it's so common it, it's like a it's such a popular choice that we make and we're making it really by default most of us who are doing it now i did this for oh oh i was really good at this y'all i i could have like you know taught this um because i learned it and i wonder how many of you listening um learned it and maybe you haven't really looked at it yet but what you actually kind of what it evolved into is this running interference so let's kind of start at the beginning. What is the word interference? And so, of course, you know what I did, if you've ever played with me before. <laughs> Where's my favorite place to start? Hmm, the Online Etymology Dictionary. Whee! <laughs> so, yes, of course, I looked up the word interfere and interference. So let's play with that for just a second. Interfere as a verb and they're saying it comes from the mid-15th century, and it means, I thought this was interesting, to strike against. Uh, from the Middle French, 
and I won't scare you with the pronunciation of that, <clears throat> my version of it anyway, um, it means exchange blows or strike each other. And the, the entre or enter means between. So that is an energy of between. And the fear or fear, the second part of the word basically, means to strike. Now isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So from Latin, it is to knock or strike. And it's related to uh, forar, or, for, or in Latin, because I didn't take Latin. So however you pronounce that, all of you Latin scholars, you just hear that in the way you're supposed to hear it. Um, it means to bore or to pierce. Ow, isn't that interesting? Wow. So um, it also has a sense of to hit or to make a hole in, which I thought was very interesting when you go then to the word interference, which is the noun form. Um, it is around the 17, mid, mid to late 1700s, um, intermeddling, or <clears throat> in physics, it, it, in reference to mutual action of waves on each other from 1802, coined in the sense by English scientist Dr. Thomas Young, um, it's, it, it's to inject, to interfere is to inject into or to pierce. Um, I thought this was fascinating, you know, and, and in the sports applications of the word interference, that's kind of what they're doing, you know, they're, they're piercing into or penetrating the, the offense, I think is what it is. It shows you how much I follow a lot of sports. I just watch it and I have fun watching it. I don't know all the terms. But I do know that the term running interference is associated with a number of sporting events. So how does it get better? <laughs> and the application that I'm playing with today is looking at when we're interfering, we're actually, we're actually like projecting ourselves into someone else's reality. That's actually how I'm playing with interference. Now, we would think that that would be like super obvious and super easy to notice when we're doing it, and so therefore we wouldn't really do that, right? Well, <laughs> isn't it interesting that so many of us grow up wanting to be good friends and good partners and good neighbors and good teachers and good parents and blah, 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 good whatever, okay? No judgment involved in that whatsoever, I'm sure. And in the process of our trying to be these good fill-in-the-blanks, what I notice is that we actually develop these habits that, that are really very much based in interference. So let's look at this. And everywhere you're starting to have any kind of Judgment, point of view of any kind, any any conclusions or whatever's about, oh, you're doing this and therefore that shouldn't be something you're doing and you should stop it and whatever. All that twisty, tangly thing, energy that starts to run and bubble. Would you be willing to take a breath and just notice that and be present with it? Give yourself the space to really look at this because this is not about making you or me or anybody wrong for running interference. This is about getting the awareness of where we might be doing it, if we're doing it, and where we might be doing it and going, oh, and give ourselves the space to have some choice of do we, do we want to change that? <laughs> is it really fun for us? And and what is that creating in our life? So that is really how we want to play with this today. So anywhere 
you're you're aware of this twisty tangledness that comes up around this word, and you might be sensing the um, the the resistance to it and the kind of checkout around it. Take a breath. Take a breath. And would you get with your body? Get present with your body. <laughs> All of those of you who have bodies. <laughs> and then just be here. Be here with us in this moment, in this conversation. Yeah. And this is the space to observe it. This is the space to take a look at it. Put our attention on it so that we can acknowledge it and give it the space to change and give ourselves the space to change what we want to do with regard to it. So have you ever, um, did you learn, did did you have this in your family growing up, um, this notion of being kind, this notion of being a good person, this notion of being nice, um, which are each fabulous conversations of their own. (laughs) We have other shows that we've done that on. So this is, it's like we we hear people talk about um, you you want to be nice, you want to be kind. It's good to be kind, right? Um, and so we kind of learn to ask people what's going on, and then when they start to tell us, we we kind of program ourselves. I mean, a lot of us can you know a lot of customs actually contain this type of programming. Um, and it's it's really second nature. It's, it's kind of become a, a default program for a lot of us. So this is not a make wrong. This is just, it's kind of become a built-in feature of what we do with a lot of how we address each other. We have these conversations. We ask a person, you know, what's going on for them. And when they start to share that with us, if they choose that, um, it's not uncommon for a lot of us to go to the place of wanting to, to do something to assist them, Okay. There's a couple of ways to look at that. And and the 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 inter, the running interference aspect of it is when we go into that default program running of oh, they have something going on that's uncomfortable for them. I should do this. I should assist them. I should help them. That's where the really subtle trigger of running interference starts starts to be activated for a lot of us. And I was in a, a feng shui uh, course one time uh, several years back. Oh, gosh, <laughs> more than several, but that's okay. <laughs> we don't have to do a calendar thing. Um, and I had a fantastic um, teacher. Uh, uh, her name is Donna Collins Yemeni. And she was just a marvelous l- teacher and and a fantastic feng shui practitioner um and i had so much fun and one of the one of the kind of i think we were in the basic class when she talked about this is um she shared with us that within the practice of feng shui when you're looking at um playing with the energies um the notion of of interference the is looked at in in feng shui terms and in I think this is also part of certain customs of the culture around feng shui and and some of the asian um cultures is um if you interfere with someone's process you take on their karma 
Now, me being where I am in, today in my life, I'm not so much, I, I look at karma very differently than what um, it's typically played with, how it's typically played with or applied. Um, but that that information stayed with me. The notion of when you interfere, um, you actually take on the energy of someone's universe is kind of how I play with it now. And and she was saying, when you interject yourself into someone's life in a way that you're trying to help them or you're trying to remedy something, and in feng shui terms, uh, the way we would phrase it is, if you're trying to to enforce a cure or if you're trying to cure something for that person that they're not asking you to, you're basically messing in their business. And you then start to draw the attention of their universe, their energy, and you, by default, you, you've kind of stepped into it, so you take it on, essentially, okay? The, that notion just stayed with me. It, it struck me as, it, it really got me to look at what I was doing at the time with the relationships that I had and where was I just like inserting myself into people's lives if they weren't asking me to um, and when they weren't asking me to. And then was I trying to like fix their life? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm the only one who's ever done that. So I'll just sit here and talk to myself for the remainder of the show. No. <laughs> But so if you've done that, first of all, gosh, there's such an interesting energy because where we get so tangled up is like we so want to be a contribution to people. And I get that. And you know what? You are a contribution. So firstly, would you be willing to acknowledge you are a contribution to people? You are a contribution to this world. You are a contribution. You you have done amazingly kind and beautiful things for people. And I'm hoping you've you've also been doing amazingly kind and beautiful things for you, <laughs> which could, yes, be another conversation. And it is a part of this conversation in the sense that part of what I see us be conditioned to do is to not focus on us and to put our focus on everyone else or some particular other people to, to it, it's, it's a form of distraction. You've heard me talk about distraction on the show. And it's a form of, of how, it's one of the ways we keep ourselves from being present with us. Now, here's where it gets really kind of interesting to me. So that's a, it's a way we keep ourselves from being present with us and by the nature of the fact that we're not willing to be present with us in whatever moment, how can we really truly be present with with anyone or anything else? And this is where it starts to do this really weird, like, twisty energy. It's like we we know it's appropriate to be present for us. We know in, in our knowing with a capital K. We do know that. And... We get so twisty tangled up sometimes with what what we've been creating, and especially when we're creating things that are really not comfortable or fun for us. Um, it's easy to put our attention on someone else or somewhere else. 
And, however, our doing that can sometimes be a way that we just really create more problem, so to speak, for lack of a better word, than we do um, possibility. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> I knew this was going to be an interesting conversation, but there's an energy around this that that comes up, even when I started to tap into it a couple of days ago. Um, and excuse me, it's a very interesting, bizarre, like, um, no, you can't look at this kind of energy. Like, no, almost like, um, <laughs> did you ever have a food you didn't like to eat and somebody like made you sit at the table until you ate all of that thing off your plate? It's almost like that energy. <laughs> so so everything, whatever it is that I don't have a word for right now, don't have a human turn to put to it, um, but whatever this energy is, for all of you who are playing with this conversation right now, whenever now is for you, would you be willing to take a breath, acknowledge this funkiness if you're perceiving it as well, and and just have your presence, have your awareness, and be willing to choose beyond all of this craziness that is up at this moment, whatever this is. So we don't have to name it. It's not important. It's not significant. <laughs> it's just acknowledge there's something really funky. There's a really strange, twisty, weird energy that comes up. It could be all mine. It could be all mine. I'm totally willing for it to be just mine and for nobody else to have a clue what I'm talking about and uh, what I'm aware of. <laughs> is that there are a number of you who are noticing this as well and having some of this. So what is it that we don't want to know that we know yet? Yeah. What do we really know about this? So all of this interference, no coincidence, that's the topic today. And look at the, look at the methods and the tactics that we have that will trigger and run to keep us distracted, to interfere with our process. Yeah, aren't we brilliant? Oh my gosh, we are brilliant. So I'm going to give us a little moment here to take a breath and take a break. Keep choosing, my beautiful friends. Keep breathing and keep noticing what you notice. And we will be back right after this break. <laughs> What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> okay, are you breathing? Woo! 
are you dancing? I danced through the break. I was like, oh, yes, dance it out. Dance it through. Woo! Okay, so here we are, friends. We're still present. We're still here. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to <laughs> what this is going to reveal to us. Oh, my goodness. So fascinating. And how many times in our life do we get to these points and we want to run and we choose run rather than be present and, and get the information, have our awareness. So I'm asking you to have your awareness now. I'm asking you to choose you in this moment. And, oh, my goodness, I'm also aware. So we're here's our fun little beyond linear adventure. I'm aware of a lot of us have hired and assigned, if you will, We've basically asked a whole lot of beings to uh, help us keep our distraction in place. We've asked them to run interference for us. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Aren't we brilliant? Oh, my goodness. So any of you that are willing in this moment to just ask all of those or actually just just basically let any of the entities you have hired uh, you have assigned or that you have just asked to um, run interference for you to help you keep yourself distracted in your life or rather from your life, <laughs> would you be willing now to make the choice? Yeah, thank you. Some of you are doing it already. Wow. All you got to do is say, you know what? I'm making a different choice now. I no longer require you to run interference for me Thank you for a fabulous job. Well done. And you can go now. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to be difficult. doesn't have to be complicated. And you don't have to break out the lightsabers. I mean, that could be fun, but you don't have to. <laughs> so, <laughs> and this is, you hear me laughing. There's, I have, I'm, this is so light for me to just play with this and not have a point of view um, that we make this into something linear. This is the part that's not linear, is how we go into these weird, distractive techniques and tactics. It's I'm amazed with the amount of energy we spend on keeping ourselves from our awareness, essentially. Like, we're, we are so aware. And... We keep ourselves from it in so many ways <laughs> for so much of our time, of our lives. It's crazy. Now, that's just my interesting point of view. But <laughs> we, we are masters of this. And what if the, the brilliance we have put in place, um, or, or not put in place, the brilliance that we're actually expressing um, with these distractive tactics, what if we could actually use that in our favor? And that's part of what oh, this running interference thing is about, is it, it's a way we use our brilliance against us. So all the places, all the times, all the experiences that you've had, oh, that you have done interference, that you have made the choice, consciously or not, to run interference, to, to insert yourself Insert your energy into someone else's life, into someone else's universe. Would you be willing to now ask that energy to return to you? Yeah. No matter if you wanted to be kind or not, no matter if your target was you wanted to help so-and-so, 
this notion of helping is really skewed the way we do it on this planet. It's really, more often than not, it's not helpful. Now, does that mean that you should just live your life with no desire to be helpful to people? Well, I mean, that's an option, but I I wouldn't recommend that. (laughs) You could play with it and see where that gets you. And what if we could actually look at what is it that we really are trying to do or be or create with this in the places that we're actually using interference? Where what if there's something else available to us? What if there's different choices that we could be playing with that would shift this from being interfering to actually being contributing, being a contribution? And it's so funny to me how the words get all swirly when you go into this energy, these kinds of conversations. And and how many of us has that happened for? And we went into judgment about, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, I don't have what it takes to do this. Oh, I stepped into something that I, I can't do. I don't have what it takes to do this part. Well, no. What if being present actually just allows you to have your willingness to say the funny words, to do hybrid words, to say your words backwards or your sentences backwards? It's like, what if you're just being present with the energy? and you're letting it do what it does. And you're just going to stay present. So ah, so let's say you have a friend who is um, going through, uh, I don't know, let's a, a divorce, a breakup, okay? Um, h- how quickly can we go to that place where we, we really want to tell them how they should do it. Like we we hear them talking about how awful it is for them and we want to give them advice, right? (laughs) That's one form of interference that is really popular. And let's say that you start to offer them advice. So really at that moment, would be a place that you could catch yourself and notice when you have that trigger, when you have that urge to want to say, this is what you should do or want to advise them, okay? Is it really a contribution to advise them? Now, if they're asking you, that's one thing. They've opened the door, okay? And even still, if they've asked you, what should I do or what would you do or, you know, have you experienced this? Do you have any words, <laughs> any any counsel here? You know, even when they're asking you what, for some for some help, for some assistance, there's there's a there's a way that you can offer possibilities that still allows them to have the space to make their own choices. Now, here's the thing. One of the tricky bits that we get ourselves stuck on around or with is not a lot of us really want to (laughs) choose. So just be aware there could be some funkiness come up when people ask you for assistance and you start to offer some assistance, however, you know, you're doing that. And they, they start to like, you know, get wiggly woggly with you. It's like, 
if they're not really ready to choose, could you just be willing to let them not be ready to choose? And could you be willing to be honoring whatever choice they're making at whatever point they're at? Now, that's a tricky that's a tricky bit. There's a lot of distraction that gets triggered in these conversations and in these experiences. And we, i am got my hand way up. I can trigger really quick, especially when it comes to, you know, some things like somebody hurt my brother's feelings, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. I still have that big sister kind of thing that comes up and goes, you, you bring them to me, you know. <laughs> but my brother... <laughs> interestingly enough, is totally capable of taking care of himself. And I do know that. So, so I may have those moments and I don't have to take action on those impulses. I can just notice them and I can go, oh, look at that. I still have some energy around that with my brother. Hmm. So would you be willing to have, let yourself have more space in the moments of intensity when you are having those conversations, having those experiences with people where interference is likely to be triggering. Because here's the thing. Running interference, consciously or not, doesn't really matter if you're aware, if you're choosing to be aware that you're doing it. If you're running interference, it's the one it's interfering with mostly is you. And these conversations are about what can we offer you? What can I offer you to actually make empowered choices, to actually have more of your awareness about how you're doing whatever you're doing? And if you're doing something that really isn't working for you, offering you some different possibilities to play with. And this, the, the running interference is huge. It is, it's widespread. Oh my gosh, it is all over this planet. It's it's almost become, like, I see it as this everyday thing. I mean, we make songs about it. We make movies about it, you know. Does it mean that you need to just lock your doors and never leave your house? No. It's It does invite us, however, this conversation is inviting us to have a different perspective, to, to look at this from a different angle and and really look at, okay, what, what am I doing here? Like when I'm trying to tell people what they should do, if I trigger into that, what is that really offering them? Am I offering them possibilities when I'm telling them what they should do? No, not really. I'm just basically inserting or injecting my points of view into their universe. Now, what does that really offer them? Like when people tell you what, if somebody gives you what you should do, if somebody tells you how you should handle something, have they really given you a choice? Or do you start to like somewhere in your brain, in your universe, in your mental aspect, do you start to go, oh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it that way. So should I do it that way? Am I supposed to do it that way? And now, do you start, do you notice, like, we quickly go into comparing ourselves to that person. We compare our points of view to that point of view that they've offered us. And if we're not really, if we feel like we're not able to do what they suggest we should do, do you notice how much judgment starts to bubble up about 
that you can't do it, that you can do it, that you have to, oh, then you're obligated to do it. It's like how, the, the craziness that ensues when we tell people what they should do is, is really what I'm asking you to look at here. And when people tell us what we should do, that's just a point of view that we are interfering into someone's life with or our life is being in our our energy is being interfered by so this this notion of like inserting ourselves into people's lives is that really assisting anyone and yes for those of you little sassy pants <laughs> who were thinking, well, what about when people are about to step out in front of a speeding car? Of course, there are moments. And is that interference or is that kindness? There are moments, yes, that you go into what you could call aggressive presence or uh, you take tenacious action. And yes, if someone's about to step in front of a, a moving vehicle, yes, you you still get to choose. Are you going to reach out and grab them off the curb or are you going to let them step in front of the vehicle. Actually, you you do still get to choose. I know a lot of us would probably choose to reach out and grab that person and pull them off the curb, pull them back onto the sidewalk, right? Or the curb. So, some people, however, might choose to let them step in front of the vehicle. So, this is really about getting more present with where are we defaulting into these very interesting programs um, that are really not allowing us the space to choose. They're really interfering. It's like they keep us on the hamster wheel. And I know, (laughs) I am really aware, this conversation has gone like a ricochet. It's kind of gone all over the place. And I'm grateful for all of you who are who are choosing to keep breathing and and be present with this conversation and just be letting the energy of what we're doing here with this conversation um, contribute to you. And I do desire that it contribute to you. And nothing that I'm offering you in this conversation today is about you should do this because I'm saying you should do this. <laughs> this is me inviting any of you who are willing and ready to play with this, to just look at where in your life is this going on for you? Where in your life are you doing this? Are you doing this? Is this actually going on for you? And then if so, are there certain people that this goes on for you with more so than others? And that's what I find is usually the case. Um, a lot of times it's with our family. Uh, and and that is those are some very interesting ties that bind, so to speak. And does that mean that you can't, you know, that you have to have those dynamics always in place with your family members? It doesn't have to mean that. What if you could actually change that program with regard to your family members? What if you could have more freedom to make your own choices and to allow your families, your family members to make their choices? Now, I will remind you again, not everybody is willing to choose. And that's kind of, that's I think the the simple premise or the, what is the word I'm looking for? That's kind of the, the key trigger for a lot of this running interference. It's when when people are not willing to choose and 
oftentimes it's when people are not willing to choose in the way that we think they should choose. <laughs> Just going to call it like I see it because um, I've so done this <laughs> myself. Um, that's when we tend to trigger into this running interference thing. It's like, well, no, you're not making the choice I think you should make, so therefore I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, and have you done that maybe a few times, maybe a few hundred times? Yeah, we've all done that. It's it's like a, a developmental process we go through, and we get to play with it, try it on for size, and we also get to, to see if it's working for us or if it's not. And if it's not working for us, what if we get to change that? And if it's not working for you, if you're looking at this and you're going, oh, I, I do this, huh, and is it really working for you? And if your awareness is that it's not really working for you, would you like to change that? <laughs> so that, my friends, is what we will talk about in the next segment. We're going to take another breather break, and if you want, you can you can wiggle your hips a little bit to the music. I'll be doing a little bit of shimmying with my Lillaroo here. So you're listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, your host, and my co-host, Lillaroo. And we're talking about running interference, and holy moly, what an interesting ride we're having today. <laughs> So keep breathing, my friends, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. Hey, 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 my friends. Thank you so much. Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm so grateful you are tenaciously choosing to hang in here to <laughs> blow through this insanity with us today talking about running interference. And holy moly, who knew? Ha! Huh. <laughs> Just a little bit insane. And wow, what... What if we just took a moment and acknowledged what we're already changing? Just your willingness to be present with this craziness, <laughs> to be present with this energy, to really look at this for you. Will you actually maybe give yourself some cred and acknowledge you're already changing it? Okay, so that's a part. That's the first part. You're already changing it. So yes, I... 
oh, we call this show Living Beyond Linear because it is not about figuring it out. It is not about letting this make sense. And this certainly does not make any sense because it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's It creates crazy and it is crazy and it comes from crazy and oh my gosh. <laughs> And it's not the good kind of crazy. It's not like crazy happy or crazy awesome. It's just crazy. It's like bang your head on a wall crazy. So, wow, all of this that you are now willing to just let it go and let yourself be aware of new choices. (sighs) What if that's all it takes is just your willingness to choose it? So, wow, well done. And how does it get even awesomer? And what else can we play with to change this pattern to, um, well, we could delete it, uh, of running interference? And, And can running interference actually work for us in some way? My sense is that it is possible for running interference to work for us. However... It's, it feels like it's kind of an art form. So it's it's something to develop. It's not running interference in the way that we've been doing it. It's not just um, coming from that sort of, I'm going to butt into your life. And so I, I what I invite you to play with first is look at all the places, notice all the places and all the people and the different ways that you're doing this. and And really let yourself play with a different choice. Let yourself play with actually getting present with um, yourself and with those people that you find that running interference typically triggers. Um, letting yourself get present and and have your awareness of what is going on for you in those moments. Does running interference trigger because it's something that's super uncomfortable for you? So you're kind of like you're trying to move away from that pressure. You know, some people laugh when they get nervous. Um, some people belch when they get nervous. <laughs> some people make stupid jokes when they get nervous. It's like we all have that thing that, that tends to happen when we we want to move that energy. We're trying to move that energy because uh, if you've listened to my show ever, you've probably heard me say the nature of energy is that it responds and it has to move. Energy never stops moving. <laughs> so... A lot of us develop habits to move the energy when and when we get into those awkward moments, you know it's it's not often very pretty sometimes it's like a train wreck, but we still gotta move that energy. so what else could be possible for you in those moments to allow that energy to move and not have to like have a collision? <laughs> what if it could actually just keep flowing? Well, part of um, the way you can uh, play with that, or one of the ways you can play with that, is to, um, once you notice it, once you feel that awkwardness, that sort of tweak go on, and you, you know something is triggering, that is a moment to take a breath. That is a moment to actually shut up, literally and figuratively, <laughs> and then open your energy or expand your energy. Get bigger energetically because you really actually are a much greater energy mass 
<laughs> than you have acknowledged probably, than some of you even know or are aware of yet probably. So the first thing to do is take a breath and expand. And let that awkwardness dissipate. Now, acknowledge your awareness that you may be really aware of how awkward it is it is feeling for the other person involved or the other people involved. So what if you just acknowledge that? Okay? So take a breath, expand your energy, and acknowledge what you are aware of. Oh, I want to just like say something here because I want to fill this empty space or I want to not have to have my awareness that my friend is really hurting and actually isn't ready to shift that. Okay, it's like, what are you aware of? Okay, and if you'll just acknowledge that, and yes, it does take some practice. (laughs) If you'll acknowledge that, it will change. Oh my gosh, it can change. Just acknowledging what you're aware of can change things like you would just not even, you can't even imagine, okay? So then you can start to ask questions. You don't have to ask them out loud. (laughs) It probably would be better if you don't ask them out loud. If there's another person present, (laughs) things could go wonky. (laughs) But one of the questions you could ask is, um, is anything required of me? Just a simple question to play with that will basically give you what you require to know. Is anything required of me here? And if you get a yes sensation, you can ask more questions. If you get a no sensation, it actually might get a little more challenging if you get a no (laughs) because those are the moments to just be present and allow whoever you're talking to, whoever the other person or people is or are, allow them to be wherever they are. Now, another question that I play with too is, what would kindness be in this moment? What contribution can I be in this moment? And what would kindness be in this moment? Because kindness shows up in ways that we don't even know We've never even imagined that it was a kindness. And kindness might actually be to to hug them or energetically hug them or just let them know you care greatly for them and you are available if, if and when they want to talk. And then you leave. And let the person be where they are. Because when we interfere, we're altering people's process. And when we're doing that, we are adding congestion and um, confusion in some way. And in some cases, we're just prolonging, as they say, the inevitable, which that could be a different conversation too. But for the sake of we only have a few minutes left in today's conversation. Okay, so what is a contribution? What is contribution in this moment? And what would kindness be in this moment? Okay? So take a breath, expand your energy, acknowledge what you're aware of. Is anything required of me here? And then 
what would contribution be in this moment? What would kindness be in this moment? And you can even expound on that. Expound, expand. I I always get confused with that particular application. Um, You can even go further with that. (laughs) What would kindness to me be in this moment? Because if you're not willing to choose from what is kind to you, you've kind of set the bar for how things can go. Right? That's just the nature of energy. It can't be what you're not willing to choose. And you can't have the energy that doesn't match what you're willing to choose. And that's just the nature of it. It's all about the vibe. So, beautiful, amazing creators, everywhere you are running, everywhere you are running interference, consciously or unconsciously, that is allowing interference to run your life, would you now be willing to choose beyond all that allows that to be a part of your reality? Yeah. And what would actually work for you? Holy moly, what a day, my beautiful friends. <laughs> so we'll play with using running interference to your advantage in a different conversation. For now, let's just play with, if you're willing, um, Noticing where you're doing it, if you're doing it, and where, and allowing yourself to start changing that. Yeah. So all of the ways you're running interference that actually allows interference to be running your life, would you be willing to choose beyond that now? And for my friends who play with access, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it all? Wow. How much freedom would you like to have today? Oh, my goodness. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you all so much for what you're choosing, what you're becoming more willing to choose, for being willing to choose you. And if you'll continue to stop asking your life to make sense, oh, some amazing stuff just might be able to show up for you, (laughs) like maybe more of you. (laughs) I adore you. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic week. Next week, we're going to play with some more Beyond Linear Adventures. And in the meantime, Wow, what would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? I adore you, friends. See you next time. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.